Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And you know, Rachel, we gather around this table with all of our girlfriends who are sitting here listening with us, and I just love this time because... I get to see how we are all so uniquely different. And and you and I are kind of a little bit alike. You should have been my biological daughter because you're a lot like me. However, some of the girls that are sitting around with us, um, maybe they're totally different. Like our sweet Andrea is very detailed and we are not. So, but I love, I love the way that we can all be different, yet work together. Absolutely. The best teams, the best organizations are collections of people with very different strengths and very different personalities. And it's like the, uh, the passage, you know, that talks about the body of Christ being made up of all different parts, you know, and what a, you know, awkward body it would be if the body was made up of all feet or all elbows. Um, so, yeah, I love that passage, you know, the, the metaphor that the Apostle Paul uses there when he talks about the church and, you know, us each being different body parts with different strengths. It makes for a good team. Now, it can also make for some conflict, <laughs> but it makes for a good yes. team. Well, you know, I, it makes me remember back in the days when I worked for an advertising agency. And I was in charge of getting the team to play nice together when we were going to go meet a new client. And and these were big time clients. And so everybody had to get along. Well, you had all of the creatives, you know, the graphic design people who, you know, think outside the box. Actually, they don't even have a box. They just don't, you know, they do their own thing and they think that everything needs to be redone. You know, don't bring anything uh, as it always has been, they want to create something new. Well, the the other side of the building were, were very much rule followers. They had checklists. They had lists that they checked off all the time. And they were very concerned about, you know, the client's wants and needs. And even if the client really didn't know what they wanted, the that executive team, they were just afraid to make any drastic changes. And I remember when we decided, okay, let's do this personality test and let's just see where everybody falls. It was amazing when we got the results and I got to stand up and say, okay, I want all of the people in this particular group in that corner. And the majority of the room all went to one group. I mean, there was only a handful of people left. And then we had the bosses stand up and they all went to that corner of the room. So what had happened is the boss kept hiring people just like them. You know, there were three bosses and they were all, you know, creative and wonderful. One of them had a little bit of detail in their life. So there was a a few token detail people (laughs) that were over there in that corner all by themselves. And suddenly... It just made you see why there was such a conflict. There was not a balance of people that could understand one another. And so these poor 
detailed folks got ran over all the time when they would try to say, excuse me, I, 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 I don't think that's going to work. You know, all of this army of creatives would jump on that. <laughs> and, and what it helped us understand is, okay, the next time you hire, we probably need to look outside of your box and let's start diversifying how we work together. It was very eye-opening. And you did that for the Encouragement Cafe team. I did. I did that for this team. I've done that for uh, many organizations because we have a tendency to think that the way we see the world is correct and 100% in line with reality. (laughs) And all these other people, you know, they're crazy. They don't make any sense. (laughs) We don't understand why are they so warped. It's very clear to us. Isn't that funny? Uh I mean, my husband and I are always saying, well, that's odd. And then we look at each other and say, or we are, (laughs) because (laughs) which one, which it just depends on the perspective that you're looking through at the moment. But, you know, I think that that's the way we tend to see the world is from that lopsided point of view. And and even just this week, uh, our dear, sweet Teresa was encouraging somebody to come on to the team and to help in one particular area. And when when it was described to this uh, to Teresa what was going to be involved in making this one little thing happen, she saw all the details in that report and she just got overwhelmed. And she said, oh, I don't know about her, but I'd just be, ugh, I, I just couldn't do that. And I said, well, I understand that. I'm a lot like you. However, let's not prejudge it. Let's let her decide if this fits into her world or not. And it was so funny because Debbie came back and said, oh, yeah, I could do this. And if I have a question, I'll ask one of the detail girls. And just like that, boom, Teresa said, oh, my goodness, I I just realized that not everybody sees things the way I do. You know, when I was uh, very young, uh, one of my early jobs, I was working for a Christian university um, in their donor relations uh, and marketing and advancement uh, department. And so I'm young. I'm super excited that, you know, they even hired me. I'm so happy to be here. We have a weekly staff meeting. And the the head of the department would uh, was would ask for ideas or throw out ideas for people to react to, and of course that's right up my alley. Like that's fun to me to brainstorm ideas. I have a million and one of them every two and a half seconds. So this was fun, and and like they you know the boss seemed to welcome me my input even though I'm brand new and I'm pretty young. Um, so I would love the staff meetings and I would love the brainstorming and I would throw out the ideas that I had. And this one particular uh, coworker, uh, it just seemed like every idea that I threw out. I felt like she just threw cold water on it. She just immediately picked it apart and, and why it wouldn't work and how something similar had been tried 18 years ago and that didn't work. And 
um, you know, there's this obstacle and that obstacle. And I would get so, you know, frustrated. And I just felt like I took it personally. I'm like, why, you know, is, does she not think I should be here? Does she think I'm young and should keep my mouth shut? You know, am I, do I have terrible ideas? Um, and so I just always felt like she was throwing cold water on my ideas. I took it personally and I didn't much like her. She was not my favorite person in the department. Uh, and she was the oldest person on the team. I was the youngest person on the team. So, you know, I wondered if it was an age thing or what it was. Then we had someone come in and do exactly what you were describing, a personality type inventory with the entire department. And I learned all about her personality and I learned what her strengths were. And I learned that her brain cannot help but see all the trees in the forest mm. you you mention a forest to her you know whatever that might be <laughs> the Appalachians whatever it might be and she her mind immediately sees all the trees and as she mentions well we got this birch tree that we have to deal with and we got this huge oak tree that we would have to go around to make it through this forest that's not her saying it's a bad idea or that we shouldn't do it it's just that's what she immediately sees so that's what she discusses meanwhile I'm about 28,000 feet up in the air looking down on the forest from a big picture view and I can see the start and the mm -hmm. end and I'm like this is going to be such a great trek mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so once I learned that that's how her mind worked and it wasn't a, anything personal and I also understood that there's if we move forward with my big picture plan at some point we're going to need a detailed map of that forest to navigate through it and that her strengths are going to be totally vital, vital, vital to me accomplishing this idea that I have. Then I was able to kind of embrace her and she was able to kind of embrace me. And we also sort of understood on the front end, let Rachel do a lot of the talking. <laughs> and um, and on the back end, let Nancy do a lot of the talking. You know, like once we decide to move forward, like she doesn't have to mention everything that comes to her mind when we're just in brainstorming mode. If we go forward with an idea, that's when we need to hear everything Nancy's mind sees. Um, and that's also when at that point in time, I needed to back off and let Nancy Joe point out, you know, all the various trees. So um, it was super helpful. And, and to just see, we see things differently and both of them are strengths, even though to you, it can feel like an attack or you can feel like there's something wrong with them or there's something wrong with you. It's just so helpful when you actually understand people. Absolutely. I, and so... I want to talk to you if you're sitting at the table with us today and you have always said, wow, I could never be on the radio. I could never do the things that these girls do. But you have so many gifts that you can use. Uh, we have found that to be true at Encouragement Cafe and at the radio station and anywhere we are, it always takes both sides doing exactly what God created them to do. And you have gifts, you have talents, and those, those things that you bring to the table are incredibly valuable. Like Rachel said, when we get into the details of life, that's when I kind of check out. You know, I'm like, okay, I can get all of the pieces together. Now, not to say, Rachel, that you and I can't do it, but we can only spend a little bit of time on it. Like I know my 
I know my detail meter is not very long. My my parking meter in detail probably lasts about seven minutes, <laughs> if I'm honest. But I can do it. Like if I have to sit down and do my taxes or or anything like that, once I get rolling in it, then then I'm like, okay, I can do this. But then after about seven minutes, man, I got to go get a cup of coffee. I got to do something else because my meter can't handle being focused for that long on a detail. On the flip side of that, our sweet friend Andrea, she is a wonderful detail person. I mean, that girl, she's got it all together. She knows where everything is. She organizes things to to a nauseating degree for me, but it's absolutely necessary. She does it all. But when we start talking big picture and we start saying, guess what? We're going to go global. She just almost has a meltdown. She breaks out in hives. <laughs> Do you know all the details that would take? <laughs> she does. And so I have to understand her personality. And I say, okay, I can only give her a bite of this at a time. I can only let her sit and think about it for five to seven minutes. And then I've got to move into, you know, letting her have a breather from it and know that we're going to give her plenty of time to do the detail stuff later. As we talk about how our friendships and how God created us sometimes can get lopsided because we always want to surround ourselves with people that are just like us. Can I just tell you that those relationships that I now have with people that God has absolutely put in my life that are 100% the opposite of me, have become some of my best treasures. You know, you are so correct in that we tend to choose uh, people who are like us for our friendships or, you know, if we're in a hiring situation or we're in a workplace, you know, we, we find the people that think like us and um, have our strengths. Um, that's so true that, you know, birds of a feather flock together. But at the same time, uh, I often envy people who have, sometimes I think they're 100% cray cray, crazy, what's wrong with them, they don't think right, and other times I envy, you know, what they have and what they're able to do, and I get frustrated at that lack in my own self, that, I can't, that I'm not more organized or more detailed or, you know, uh, whatever it might be. So it's interesting how we, at the, you know, on, on one hand, we can devalue other people's strengths that are different than ours. And then on the other hand, we can totally, you know, get into uh, um, self-loathing over the fact that we don't have those strengths. It's, it's amazing. It is amazing. And I don't, uh, I, I think that's exactly why the Bible tells us not to do that. Don't compare ourselves to other people, but absolutely appreciate who they are and how God created them. If I know I'm going into a, a room where I don't know most of the people, I, I close my eyes and say, God, just help me see them through your eyes before I ever meet them. Help me see them through your eyes. And then... I, I feel like I'm more open to understanding uh, how important it is to listen and let them share who they are and what they're all about. And there's something beautiful that happens when we have the ability to just get to know the, the real person on the other side of the mask. 
what you're you're doing is you're setting your intention to to pre-accept them <laughs> you know it's just you've already decided that you are going to accept and welcome and appreciate them um, versus meeting someone and you know sort of gauging mm-hmm. through that conversation mm-hmm. how well you like them or how well you think you will click with them um, I love that that you're pre-accepting them which is really um, sort of what 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 God does through Christ, right? You know, arms are open. You know, everyone is welcome. Um, you know, uh, c- come in faith, and and you're accepted. Okay, so before we start thinking that I'm that good at doing it, I say I try to do that. But you know, there are, there's there's this natural tendency just to do exactly what you say. You you see someone you. You kind of look them up and down and by their hair or their clothing or what the way they're talking or the way they're holding their, their body language, you kind of immediately have this stereotype that, oh, they must be X. And we kind of, uh, without realizing it, put them into that box. And so it does take effort, which I am not always good at, but I really do make the effort to say, God, I'm, I'm about to meet some people and I don't want to see them through my closed box lens. I want to see them so that I can understand their value because I know, I know I am flawed and I'm going to see things that aren't real. They're not true. They're just the way that I, my perception sees it. You know, it's kind of kind of like looking through a warped glass. You know, everything looks a little bit off. Well, if we let God clear away all of the, the, the things that distort other people and we see them for the true treasure that they are, oh my goodness, what beauty comes from that? What beauty comes from the relationships and the friendships that you have? And those, those become such strengths as we kind of lock arms and walk through life together. It is a beautiful thing to be able to see and accept someone for for who they are. And that includes um, accepting what they're able to do and what they're not able to do. So a couple of weeks ago, I was working with a gal who, um, in her workplace, she's sort of the lone, she's the kind of the customer service representative um, in a team full of software engineers. So everybody on that team but her is that sort of introverted, detailed, code writing personality. So it's a very good thing they hired her to be the customer service representative because <laughs> um, she's the social outgoing, you know, her love language is probably words of affirmation. Um, and she does, she's great at her job, but the people it, that she works with don't understand her personality. Mm. And she, she feels like they don't value her. She feels like they think she's just way too much, way too extra, <laughs> way too, you know, just, oh, my Lord. I have you know? been on the receiving end of that. <laughs> you are too extra. <laughs> um, 
And that hurts her feelings because she is so relational and she wants to be accepted and appreciated and loved and she wants words of affirmation to them. So she's explaining this whole dynamic to me and I'm nodding. Uh Uh-huh, I understand. I totally understand what's happening here. Yeah, and so when she gets done explaining it all, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's because your, you know, your personality is this with these strengths, which makes it perfect for this job. Their personality is that with those strengths, which makes them perfect for those jobs. Sounds like y'all are you know, perfectly matched for your, your positions. And she, and she said, yeah. And I said, so what's the problem? <laughs> and she said, she said, well, they, they just won't accept me. They just don't understand me. And I said, yeah, that's because their personality is this with these strengths, which makes them perfectly matched for their job. And they're not going to understand your, per-, you know, and she's like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. And I'm like, okay, so what's the problem? <laughs> She's like, well, they don't accept me. They think I'm extra. Okay. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah. She's like, so what can I do? Can I do anything to get them to understand? I'm like, no, not really. Mm -hmm. You can just make peace with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there it is. I mean, we, we don't have to adjust who we are. But I think the biggest skill, two things in that story that you just told. One is listening uh, to the other people and, and validating their thoughts. Like if, if they make her feel that way, then maybe it's a conversation that she can have and say, I, I really understand that you probably feel like I'm just over the top. And I want to I wanna help understand that. But please know that Uh, That's my personality, and that's the way God wired me. And I just, I want to bring so much to the team. So never, never uh, change who we are, but maybe have the conversation of listening. And then the the second thing in that story, and I think we all do it, we get our feelings hurt. And they say, they hurt my feelings. And when my kids would tell me that, they hurt my feelings. I would always respond with, they can't hurt something unless you give them permission to. You have to be in that frame of mind where you're kind of allowing someone to hurt you and you don't have to go there. You can say, you know what, they're different. They don't see the value in me the way I do, the way that God tells me I'm valuable and that's okay. I refuse to be hurt by that. We just are different, and that's okay. Yeah, and and to me, you can just make, you know, this gal in this situation, she just needs to make peace with the idea that they they don't get me. If they did get me, they would be in my job. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, you know, and, and I just said, you just have to make peace with that and stop expecting to get chicken soup out of a turnip. That's not gonna happen. And so I said, so you, you know, find your boss. If you need affirmation, you want, you know, you want, you know, validation that you're doing a good job. Look to your customers for that. Look to your bosses for that. But don't look to these guys for that. That's looking for chicken soup from a turnip. And so that's not going to happen. And that's fine that that doesn't happen. Y'all work together beautifully. So long as you stop expecting them to provide something or to understand something that they can't. I love that. And the bottom line is, as we talk about these lopsided friendships and relationships, we all have a tendency to gravitate to what we are and who we are. But my husband says it best. 
He says, honey, if we were both alike, one of us would not be needed. And so as we go into this week, I'm going to encourage you to gravitate to some people that God has put in your life that are totally opposite of you. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time. Hey, next time you're feeling alone or maybe a little bit lonely, maybe you're feeling left out of the crowd, we want you to know you're always welcome in Encouragement Cafe. You can pull up a chair at encouragementcafe.com.